Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. Another day in paradise for you and me. So uh, hopefully everybody's woke up this morning ready to hit the ground running. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who are dealing with flus and colds and stomach viruses. And uh, tell you what, it's bad out there. I feel sorry um, for a lot of people or kids in particular. I, I know parents. A lot like me, you'd rather have it than your kids, and I uh, hate seeing my children sick, uh, for, but um, I pray for those parents who are having to deal with that, who may be sick and try to take care of sick children, makes things even worse. But uh, but for the most, for the rest of us, I hope everybody's ready to start their work week out right and uh, ready to use this day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, and let's use this day to glorify the Lord in thought, word, and deed, and to serve Him mightily and to serve Him well. If you woke up today, then God's got a purpose and a reason for you to be alive. So, uh, hey, let's use it to our advantage. Like I was talking about last night, we're only here for a little while. We're just but a, but a vapor, and, uh, and so let's use what time we have to serve the Lord in a very mighty way. So, let's go ahead and Dive into God's Word this morning. Like I told you last night, we get up every morning uh, hungry for breakfast. We should get up every morning just as hungry, if not more so, for the Word of God. So we can start our days off right and in the right way. So uh, we're going to look at uh, Proverbs 3.12 this morning. Uh, give me just a second here to pull this up. Hold on, hold on. If you got your Bibles handy, if you want to follow along. But if Proverbs 3.12 says... For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. So as my old peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So what we're looking about here is uh, talking about God's correction. You know, uh, whoops, hit the camera there. Um, you know, as a father, uh, yeah, you know, you, you we have the difficult task at times to discipline our children. You know, I, I think that is a... Um, uh, something that a lot of parents are lacking. I'm not going to paint all parents with a broad brush, but uh, there are those out there who lack in disciplining their children. Instead, they're more worried about their, being their buddy than being a disciplinarian. And, and for me, I think there's room for both. I think you can be their friend, but there are times when you have to be a parent, and there are times when you have to give uh, the proper correction. Uh, there are uh, varying uh, debates on... Uh, uh, on spanking and, uh, and if that's effective or timeouts are effective. Personally, I find a spanking far more effective than a timeout in my own humble personal opinion because to me, it, it, uh, uh, it, it kept me from doing the things I sh wanted to do that I knew was wrong because I knew if I did it, I was going to get my fanny busted. And to me, that was a great deterrent. And, uh, you know, we as parents, it's not fun. It's not easy to have to discipline. It's not fun to have to say no because you want to make them happy. You like to see that joy in uh, in their eyes. But uh, we're doing a disservice if we are not uh, correcting them and putting them on the, on the proper path. And I think that's one reason why we are seeing such a uh, uh, upswing in uh, disrespect towards parents, uh, towards teachers and uh, police officers and because they have not been taught properly uh, how to show respect to those who are in authority. And uh, so just as God corrects us, that's what we have to correct our children. But here's the cool thing. You know, God's going to correct us when we mess up. And I think a lot of people have the uh, uh, 
the erroneous idea that uh, God's out to get you, that uh, every time something bad happens to us, that it's because we disobeyed God, it's because that we are sinners. And, you know, if, if we uh, have a bad day, what's well, because God's mad at me? If you scratch your car, it's because God's mad at me. Burn your bacon, that's because God's mad at me. Spill coffee on you, it's because God's mad at me. You know, I deserve this because I messed up. This is why these bad things are happening. And, and uh, no, that's that's further from the truth. You know, these bad things don't happen because God's out to get you. That's not how that works. Bad things happen because we live in a fallen world and it just stinks sometimes. We, we just, you know, there's no rhyme or reason in it. It's just the fact that we live in a corrupt and evil and, uh, and world. But, um, you know, we uh, uh, have to understand that God's going to correct us, but he's going to do it in a gentle way. You know, that's one thing I, I had a lot of respect for my dad. There's times when I, I, there was no doubt that I needed my fanny busted. I mean, it just, I mean, there's just no doubt. I deserved it. But it, instead of, of uh, uh, showing, you know, giving me corporal punishment, I'll get out here in a second, uh, he would sit me down. He'd say, hey, let's go for a ride. And he would talk to me about it. You know, he would gently correct me that, hey, you know, this is not the right way to act. And, uh, you know, your, uh, your attitude stinks. And you need to, there's something. And he, he gave a, he, he helped me to uh, be put on the right path uh, to uh, to do a gentle correction. And to me, that is what God does. He puts us on the right path. He shows us that gentle correction. He brings us under conviction that, hey, this is wrong. Uh, we're we're go heading down the wrong path. We're thinking in the wrong way. We're acting in the wrong way. And so God brings that conviction of sins on us. And so we realize, hey, this is wrong. Let me, you know, God's worth telling me I need to go in this direction, that what I'm doing is not the right way. This is erroneous. And so this is the direction I need to go in. And so, you know, we need to we praise God for that. That, that he uh, that he does not ensue uh, corporal punishment all the time. You know, uh, you know, there was times when I did get my fanny busted by my dad, and, and uh, likely, you know, because I did deserve it. But he did demonstrate those times of compassion and mercy when I did deserve much worse. And and how much more uh, does our heavenly Father show us that same mercy, compassion, forgiveness, and grace on us? We deserve far much more. You know, when we are uh, upset with somebody and something bad happens to them, we're like, oh, they're getting what they deserve. That's the wrong attitude to have, uh, you know, because, praise God, we all don't get what we deserve. We all deserve far worse than what God gives us. So when you see somebody you don't like, you first of all, you need to bring that before God and pray the Lord help you find forgiveness and let that go uh, for, you know, having those kind of ill feelings. And God tells us not to take joy in, uh, in someone else's misfortune. So those are areas that uh, we all need to work on and not have that kind of attitude. But realize that as children of God, uh, as uh, he loves us. He's not out to get us. He's not sitting up there with a big pencil with an eraser saying, oh, you messed up. I want to take your name out of the Lamb's Book of Life. You screwed up again. You know, if you've given your life to Jesus, you're, you can trust and know that that it is secure, that it is that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but your life should reflect that. If you have truly made a change of heart, if you've truly accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, your thoughts, attitudes, and actions will reflect that change, and you'll no longer want to be in the world. Now, if you claim that you have given your life to Jesus Christ, and then you're right back out doing everything that you're doing, I question if you really meant what you even said, and that, uh, or you just thought, well, I've just got my ticket punched, now I'll go do it, live how I want to, and without any repercussions. It don't work that way. You should be showing a real reflection of a heart change. So when we mess up, all right, uh, and we will every day, every single day, we're going to mess up, all right? Don't let that guilt don't let that, that uh, to fill your heart. Because, see, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants you to feel guilty. You're not worthy. How dare you? How can you call yourself a Christian? You've messed up again. You're worthless. And that's what, that's what the devil wants you to think. 
But if we've truly confessed our sins, given that to Jesus Christ, and truly repented, then we know that God forgives us and he lets it go. It's not so much that he forgets it, that he just chooses not to bring it back up over our heads again. So when you mess up, learn from that experience, uh, learn from the pitfalls, learn from those things that led you in that direction, and try to avoid that the next time. You know, and sometimes it's easy to go back to the same trap over and over again. And um, you know, it takes a period of, of growth and, and to learn and to be stronger spiritually to overcome that. But realize that Jesus is there. God is there to gently correct you. All right, even as the Father, the, uh, the Son, in whom He delighteth, He loves us and he delights in us and he wants us to have that proper relationship between us and him and so just you know don't think God's out to get you when you mess up and when you see it that's not how it works get that out of your head and that's easy to think that because the way many of us grew up we realize that there are consequences to our actions now with that said there are consequences to our actions now you know if you go out and rob a bank uh, and you ask God to forgive you, well, he's going to forgive you, but you're going to, you're going to spend some major time in jail, all right? <laughs> There's consequences to our actions, but at the same time, uh, that God does love us, and he will, uh, will do, uh, he will gently correct us and nudge us in the right direction. So just get that out of your head. Realize that we have a very kind, loving, heavenly Father. And again, I've said this before, I know it's hard for a lot of people out there who never had a kind, loving, earthly Father. So it's hard sometimes to understand what it means to have a loving heavenly father. So many people grew up in abusive situations, whether it's physical or sexual, and it, it is heart-wrenching because so many people, uh, they, they uh, compare uh, their, what their heavenly father was with the heavenly father, and uh, it can cause some confusion, and it can cause doubts. It's hard to trust because of the way some people grew up. But realize, if you can imagine the most loving, caring, trusting father you can imagine, that's what God the Father is. He's there to love you. He's there not to hurt you, but to show you the proper direction to go into. So let's be careful about that. Let's not have those misperceptions of who the Heavenly Father is. Let's not allow the devil to attack us mentally and emotionally and spiritually to think that we are not good enough. And guess what? You're not good enough, but it's God the Father. It's Jesus Christ's vicarious atonement on the cross that makes us worthy and uh, that God does love us and he's going to give up on us. Nothing's going to pull us out of our out of his mighty right hand. Nothing's going to snatch us out of that. God's not going to give up on you. You may want to give up on God because of the guilt and conviction you feel, but God will never give up on you. So when you, if you have truly given your life to Jesus Christ, realize you are loved and God is not going to give up on you. He will forgive you and he will gently correct you and get you in the right direction. So, uh, you know, just be aware of that. Think about these verses in, in Proverbs 3, 12. Underline it, highlight it, and realize, memorize it that God will correct you, but he'll do it in a loving, kind, and gentle way. He doesn't condone sin, you know, just like I was talking about last night uh, in my message. He will not condone sin uh, by no stretch of the imagination. We cannot justify sin. Uh, it is abhorrent. It is it's disgusting in the eyes of God. So we need to work hard on that. We'll never meet, reach a, a level of perfection on this side of heaven. But we can still fight against those things that we know are not pleasing unto God and try hard. And that's what is called spiritual maturity. That's a spiritual growth that helps us to, to go closer to God in an intimate way. And because those of us who are saved, we want more of God. We're not satisfied with just a little bit of God. We constantly want more of God so that we can please Him. When you have someone you love, you want to do those things that pleases that individual. And likewise, with our love for Jesus Christ, we want to please Him. And that's why we feel so much guilt and conviction when we mess up because we know that our sins are dirty. 
dirty in the eyes of God or important in the eyes of God, and we know that we've hurt Jesus, and we and it kills us. And that devil plays on those emotions and, and wants to throw even more guilt and conviction upon you. Uh, some people have a false sense of guilt because they've allowed the devil to nurture that within our minds. Let that go. Let us know that we are free and that God forgives us and that he loves us and a victory is ours and we can just keep pushing forward and keep fighting and keep moving and not withdraw, not fall back, not give up because that's what the devil wants you to do. Don't give up. Look up. Know where your strength lies. Know where your victory is and let's keep pushing forward. If you can do that, man, you just, your, your day will be so much better. And uh, so let us, even though you mess up, we all mess up. We're all sinners. We all screw up. Every single one of us mess up. But we are forgiven, we are loved, we are victorious in Jesus Christ. So realize that we mess up, just as it says here, for whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. He will gently correct us and nudge us and get us in the right direction. So uh, uh, just remember that and realize that, that God's not out to get you, but to love you. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you and praise you. Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for forgiveness and your love. Help us, Lord Jesus, to uh, not waller in self-pity and guilt. Let us, Lord, understand that we are victorious and that you are here to love us and to support us, to show us the, the right way. Help us, Lord, to trust in you in all areas. Let our love be full, and Lord, let us serve you in a mighty way. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. No, you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us this day. Be with our children, bus drivers, teachers, and parents. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Uh, Lord, just pray that you be with all those dealing with flu and sickness and uh, that you bring healing upon them. Uh, Lord, just pray that you be with all those who are being deployed uh, and uh, keep uh, all of our military safe and keep their families safe and uh, strengthen and encourage them. And Lord, be with our police officers. Let them know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, uh, just pray that uh, you'll be with our president and give him safety, give him wisdom, give him discernment, uh, him and his family, give them safety. Uh, Lord, be with this country and touch hearts and minds like never before. Lord, we just praise your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate each of y'all watching this morning. Hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day today. And remember, uh, if you would like to share these devotions, uh, you can always uh, send this to your friends and family at Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. I say, well, well, I don't do social media. That's okay. Go to YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young. Subscribe there. You can watch these devotions videos there on uh, YouTube. Or uh, if you want to listen, remember, there's no video uh, when it comes to the podcast. It's just strictly audio. It's free. It'll cost anything. If you want to listen to it while you're working or uh, studying, whatever it is you're doing, uh, you can listen to the uh, uh, devotions and sermons. Uh, they're uploaded on there. And uh, Lord willing, we'll try to get back doing these podcasts uh, this week, trying to think of something new and different what I can do. Uh, so we'll be watching for that. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. Thank you, Barbara. And uh, remember, live each day as if it were your last day.